We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy. And my wonderful guest here today, who's putting a beautiful face forward summit, Busy Women's Guide to Radiant Beauty, is Lenka Wallace. I was very, very proud to be part of her summit. And it's all about, you know, that face forward, uh, finding our radiant beauty. What is our radiant beauty? Is it all external? Is it internal? You know, what do we see when we look at ourselves in the morning, when we look in the mirror? You know, um, are we people, or especially women, that immediately become self-critical? Or are we actually seeing our inner beauty? Are we putting everybody else first and not ourselves, not taking time for ourselves and looking at our own needs? Are we putting ourselves at the bottom list? Are we busy, busy professionals and busy women? And our own well-being is constantly being stretched. You know, these are big questions that we need to ask ourselves. And she's brought together 21 super women to come together to share their knowledge, practical tips, proven to work strategies that will teach us how to have it all with the balance. So if you're a busy mama and you're looking to ignite your glow in this summit for you, then this is the one for you. And as I said, I was very, very proud to have been interviewed with her on this summit as well. And Beauty. Everybody thinks it's external, don't they, Lenka? But, you know, beauty is an inside job, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Thank you to start. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. I am so honored to be here and share with your audience about what we do and, and how it all came about. So our summit is... Um, it's a huge, huge, huge project that uh, I felt was... You know, like it was, there was time for that. I, in my career, I work with a lot of women that you just described, busy professionals. They are moms. They are daughters of aging parents that mm. they need to take care of. Uh, we have women who are sisters, obviously. They have families. They have extended families. They have their own friends that they want to go out and have a glass of wine with once in a while. They have their own hobbies. They go to yoga classes. And then they're also attending to all their children's activities mm -hmm. like soccer and all that, dance classes. So these ladies that I work with on daily basis are uh, juggling a lot of plates. And uh, many times when we talk about the skincare, because that's what I work with them on, I teach them how to take care of the skin and how to, how to look great and age nicely, gracefully. Um, gracefully, so, big key gracefully, there, gracefully. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, so many times the conversation goes to, I don't have time. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how around all that craziness that's going on, how do I create a routine that will be morning and evening routine like you're asking me. And, uh, you know, I just don't have time. And so we dig deeper. We go deeper than that. Uh, okay. So it's not the question of time because we all have 24 seven, right? Mm -hmm. And some of us manage to do that and some of us don't. So it's not really question of time it's a question of priority and mm. the priority is like are you your own priority do you how how important are you to you you know 
So that's where we usually go and that then it becomes much deeper conversation. And I felt like since there's so many women who are facing the same problem, same issue with self-care and self-love and finding time for themselves and putting themselves first, I felt like it was important to bring together a panel of experts, wonderful, wonderful experts. And uh, share around this topic and see what kind of ideas or advice or you know maybe maybe new points of view they can share with the audience so that the audience then can go and pick whatever you know resonates with them and and they get to apply that to their own daily routine and figure it out um so it's it was a beautiful project it was um it still is. It's launching soon. Uh, we are still working on it and wrapping up on those interviews right now. And as you mentioned, we have over 21 wonderful experts, you being one of them. Thank you. And uh, it's, this, uh, it's this beautiful experience of not only meeting all those experts, and I'm honored to be able to work with all of them, but also hearing all those different points of views. It, it creates this beautiful kaleidoscope, this beautiful mm. rainbow of options. It's like a beautiful menu because some come from medical backgrounds, some come from um, branding and marketing backgrounds, some come from style and beauty and, and makeup and skincare backgrounds, some are authors um some are podcasters you know so there's a lot of different walks of life but uh, all of them has something important to say and all of them have all these amazing ideas mm -hmm. so it's just it's not like you know something I could come up with because I just don't have that much expertise I am not a doctor and I am not a podcaster and I am not a stylist but uh, I can uh, I can invite women to watch that through, you know, like they, they get to share and through them, I get to share more with our audience. Yeah. So the idea was that we created a beautiful, beautiful product. You ladies um, are invited to tune in. Uh, we will share that information with you and uh, everybody is welcome to enjoy. It's a free show. And the beauty of it is, it's a broad spectrum, it's a broad canvas, you know, and the thing is, is that you, you, you look at the, the Dove commercials where they have all the different women of color, size, shape and everything else. I know this is the thing, there's beauty in every single one of us, no matter what shape we are, what color we are, what ethnicity we are. And the thing is, we've got to actually understand it's that beauty that comes from the inside out, but that doesn't mean you can't help your outside to match the beauty that's on the inside. We learn best from people who share their experiences, who, you know, I did this, this made me feel this way. Mm -hmm. I, you know, this is my tried and true. And I feel that. And it doesn't mean that every recipe is going to be for you. But the more you listen, you're going to take a tidbit from this and a tidbit from that and concoct your own routine that's going to suit you. And you're going to feel so much better for it. So it's a question, as you said, of priority, but also mm -hmm. learning to manage. But the first thing you've got to do is the time to listen. Listen to other people and then extract the ingredients that you need and, and put it together. Because if you don't put yourself first, how are you going to be able to help anyone else when you are depleted? Exactly. And uh, one thing uh, I wanted to, to point out is through Every single interview, doesn't matter what background the lady comes from, it all boils down to the same thing through every single interview. And it goes down to 
do you love yourself? Yeah. And so the whole series became about the radiant beauty. And this is to answer your first question. The radiant beauty is a combination of the inside and out. So the outer image and the inside beauty and the beauty radiates through. Actually, one of the experts described it beautifully. And she said, uh, imagine like you have, you have the, you know, the colorful window, like the tinted glass, right? And if, if the light doesn't come through from the inside, you don't see those beautiful colors mm -hmm. on the outside, right? Mm -hmm. So um, that was a beautiful, beautiful metaphor. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's our job to work on ourselves on the inside, really take away all the pains, all the trauma, work on that, let go of that learn how to heal that if you need to hire an expert to do that and work on the stress and and how to eliminate that because nobody is the most beautiful when they are all stressed out and tired and they lack sleep um you know so it's it's a combination of all of that it's a combination of how you eat and what you eat how you feed your body do you have energy how you spend your time how you plan for things to happen in your life do you have a plan do you have a structure um so uh exercise right all that comes to play um and then of course it's the beauty rituals on the outside but most importantly and it all goes down it all starts it would be impossible without us first loving ourselves and lovingly putting ourselves first yes and you know that there's beauty in darkness because in the darkness you can see clarity a lot of people mm -hmm. are afraid of the darkness now the darkness that has you trapped where you can see no light yes mm -hmm. that you know that is a journey that you need to make towards that light to be revealed. but it's not all about being out in the bright light all the time because that can be blinding it's mm -hmm. being able to go into those dark spaces and be at peace with it and that's where the kind of the tranquility and the meditation and the silence and being still and we know that people who are stressed out full of anxiety it leads to depression it leads mm -hmm. to high blood pressure it leads to numerous other diseases mm -hmm. and so and it most certainly shows on your face. So it, you know, learning one of the techniques that's going to suit you. Could it be yoga? Could, you know, forms of meditation? Is it a walk in nature? Is it just being still in silence? Is it listening to music? Is it getting up and dancing? What is it that you need to do to de-stress yourself and find that inner space where you feel at peace and at one with yourself? Because now, any regime you're going to do is not going to be, you know, a, a daunting thing. It's going to be, oh, yes, this is an extension to make me feel better. I wish I knew all that I know today, all that I've learned through my experiences and from all our experts. I wish I knew that when I was in my 20s. Yeah. Um, and what I would do with that back then not only I would set myself up for success, but I would um, teach it to my mom, who I am 45 today, and my mom, or not today, but no, no, no. <laughs> I'm 45, 45 at, at the time we are recording this, this um, beautiful interview. But what I was going to say, when I was 20, if I knew that, my mom was 45 when she fell ill from stress, mm -hmm. from honestly doubting herself and putting herself down all mm -hmm. the time, not speaking up for herself, um, 
just just living life unhappy she got cancer and at 45 my mom passed away so she was as, as old as i am today that mm. was my point and if i knew that when i was 20 and if i pushed that on my mom like really you need to change you need to heal those wounds you need to stand up for yourself you need to speak up at work when you're feeling stressed out because you're bullied you know all that stuff that she accumulated inside she could have let go and she could have still been with us today so like you know cancer is an 80 percent um an emotional disease yeah. um that is manifested through that and you know I lost my dad when um, he was 45. I was 11 at the time. And, you know, at the time you, you kind of survive it. You're in survival mode, you know, when you're younger. Um, but then it's, it's later on that you really truly feel the loss, isn't it? The milestones in life. I wish they were there for, here, for that. And, and then you look back, it was stress that killed my dad. Part of it was from the wartime, you know, the post-traumatic stress, which they weren't allowed to have. But you know, for everyone, a woman who goes on and takes too much, who believes that she must be everything to everyone, that stress piles up and piles up and piles up until the body says, I can't take it anymore. This is why it's so important to put ourselves first, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, it's just healthy. And it's also bringing that when we do, when we do our own self-care rituals, when we do put ourselves first, when we let our husbands to give to us, uh, when we're not the doers and mm. the givers all the time, but we learn how to receive, when there is a balance in yeah. our lives, it ignites this beautiful glow inside of us and the goddess steps out, right? And so that is very attractive to people around us and that's what's going to make us even more successful than we are because here we are building careers building businesses going for new clients new customers new new coaching clients we are we are going 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 which is very masculine energy yeah. we need to learn how to reverse that how to create balance how to become feminine again right the authentic feminine. confidence Yes. Right. You know, people think confidence is, is that I'm confident in all my abilities. No, the authenticity is being confident in who you are as a person and that you are enough. Yes, exactly. That's what it's, what it's about. That's where it's coming from. That feminine, that I am the queen, I am the mm. goddess and I'm ready to receive. And that's mm. attractive. That's what's going to bring our new clients. That's what's going to make the career go boom <laughs> amazing so yeah that's this is going to make you feel amazing and happy and that's what's going to bring people to you so i think the the important word here is um permission you know mm. and depending on the culture and depending on the age you know where you're brought up this thing of women being sacrificial you know, has been part of cultures for so long. And now, yes, the Me Too movement and, and the, you know, uh, a woman is worth more and, and we can stand in our own light and our own empowerment. You know, that is now really opening up and our next generation is going to benefit from that considerably. But there's still a lot of people that still need that permission to place value upon themselves, that it's okay 
to place self-love on themselves. It's okay for them to love themselves. They're so worried they're going to be egotistical and become narcissistic all of a sudden. You know that, um, yes, everything is a balance, but you need to place value upon yourself and find that nurturing and love of you. It is something that is required for you to be able to share and give your gifts to other people. But first you must gift yourself. And I'm so glad that you brought this up because back in, I don't know, middle ages, um, even like the fifties, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like back, back in time. Uh, I don't know exactly when, but uh, remember when women were like living in sisterhoods and in tribes, mm-hmm. like women were, were getting together uh, around the well to blow up the water and to, you know, like talk to each other. They were gathering together. They had time together. They, or they went to the river to do the laundry and they would be washing the laundry. And it was not just about the, sh- the chores and yeah. washing the laundry. And, you know, it was about getting together. The and, companionship, and discuss- yeah. Yeah, discussing problems, who is, who is facing mm-hmm. what who and and what's what's going well and what do we celebrate and it was it was that and these days we don't have that anymore we don't we we are separated we are on our you know social media we are on our phones although thank god for that and at this point in time yes yes isolation moderation moderation, you know that's the thing is if you are going to be on your devices, you know, make sure you can still reach out to your sisterhood. And, you know, a lot of people say, but I've got my own problems. I don't want to hear you griping. It's not griping. It's sharing. That's what sisterhood is all about. That's what brotherhood is all about. It's having the, those confidants where you can come with your problem and, and other people can help you work it out. And we've, you know, that's the village, isn't it? And I think yes. in a lot of ways we are so connected today through every means you can think of, but we're losing our connection and our ability to communicate. Yes, there's something about that face-to-face contact. Like when I go out to grab wine with Mm. my girls and we are sitting in that booth, it's, you cannot replace that by by technology you just can't no. there is that face-to-face contact we laugh at our jokes we we are making fun of, of you know crazy stuff that happened in our lives and we just help each other feel better and it's energetic and you cannot just recreate it through texting I'm sorry, no no i mean that's, no that that should be the invitation the texting is let's meet up and you know right now you know last night you know i played Pictionary online through Zoom. It was my girlfriend's birthday, and her kids and my kids, we got together and we played Pictionary online, trying to draw pictures with a mouse. <laughs> it's a little bit exasperating, but it was fun. And at this particular time, we have to reach out in any way we can. And you know what? When we are set free, and we have to be mindful of this and not go out and be stupid. Otherwise, we're just going to create this whole thing all over again. But when we do get out there, no words. Just put your arms around someone <laughs> and just give them a hug. That energetic love that you both need heart to heart at the present time is beyond words, isn't it? Yeah. And that's why we see so many people struggling these days with the social distancing and us staying at home. Most Mm. of the time people feel alone, people feel depressed, people feel anxious. People don't know how to deal with that because we do 
by nature we are human beings we need a contact so I, I sometimes I talk to my clients about that and when I do and there's a newsletter that I sent out recently around that topic and people started reaching out and they're like well Solenka so what's your idea like how do I if I just go to work all the time, that's what we do in the United States. We work all the time and we are busy, right? Mm -hmm. So we are at work or then I go home and tired. I'm, I'm glad to just lay down and sleep. And then the next day is the same. Like, yeah. how would I find people to hang out with? And that's a sad question, but there is a solution to that. I mean, if you are really just you in a city and working and just going home where you live by yourself, then there are meetups. Just find people yes. based on your, you know, whatever you love to do and enjoy doing, like whatever activity you prefer. Google it. Find yeah. people in your area who love to get together around the same, same, you know, activity and go hiking or go play chess or go read book in a book club, right? And and just do it. Um, I'm also, a coffee bar, you know, because I work from home. Yeah. So, you know, at the present moment, my life is a too different, except for I'm not being able to go out and meet in my colleagues or, or go, you know, sit at a coffee bar. Jenny, I'm one of these people, wherever I go, I end up talking to someone and, you know, you're meeting someone and it might be just a moment or it might be something that leads to something you don't know. The thing is, is, is to put yourself out there and just be friendly, be open and willing to have conversation. If you've got somebody just to puts their head down or doesn't want to communicate, fine. But you may find somebody that goes, Oh, I, you know, I'm dying for a conversation. You know, and just it is a momentary conversation or it's something, let's meet again. But the thing is, we've got to put ourselves out there. And if you're too tired of the week from coming home from work, make sure it's a priority at the weekend. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or you could sign up for a class and yeah. just go and get better at what you already are working on and meet new people through a new class. Or yes. There are so many options. There are. And the thing is, you know, we have to be proactive in our own lives, don't we? That's the problem. I think we've, we've because everything is coming to us so easily through devices, we forget that we really need to participate in our lives. Mm -hmm. When something is missing, first discover what it is that's missing then how are you going to go about to filling that gap? And of course, with your summit, with 21 people talking, and all of them are coming from a platform where they, they're talking not only from their expertise and what they've learned, but from their own life lessons, right? And from listening to these people, you're going to start feeling your own gap being filled in, or you're, you've got the tools now in order to apply it but if you're not willing to participate in your own life it doesn't matter what we say because mm -hmm. it's all about actionism as i call it taking action in your own life to making it what you want it to be yes absolutely and we are all responsible for mm -hmm. how our lives are playing out there is so many people like to blame and like to be a victim. Yeah. Give it up, give it up because we are creating our lives. I believe it hundred yeah. percent. Whatever we think, that's what becomes our beliefs. That's what becomes our actions. That's what becomes our life, right? So just, just take action, take responsibility, take ownership over yeah. your life and, and create whatever you want. You can have whatever you want to have. You can be whoever you want to be. You just have to do it. You know, the, the summit's coming at a good time because people are still in isolation. And even if we're allowed to be going out gradually, you know, we're still going to be encouraged to stay home as much as possible. And we need to listen. 
we need to listen. The only way to beat the curve, you know, and to flatten that is by paying attention and understand distancing at the present moment is the main cure because we're just not passing it on with each other. And I know everybody's, you know, that's in, in, in the entrepreneurial world and the business world is affected by this right now. So people have had to think out of the box and, you know, go to doing more things online or, you know, speaking to people over the phone. How has it affected you in your business right now? You know, my business is an online business. So for me, it doesn't really change much. Uh, I still communicate with my clients like I used to before. I still coach people like I used to before. Um, the beauty of, of my business is uh, I can do it from wherever I am uh, through phone. So it doesn't really affect me much. But I do have more time i have to say because i do not commute as much mm -hmm. and so i'm saving a lot of time by being home not having to move around and that extra time i spend one on i implement implemented yoga into my morning routine mm -hmm. so i do 30 to 45 minutes of yoga every single morning. That's something I didn't do before. And that makes me feel really, really good. I definitely recommend that to everybody. But uh, it also gives me time to think more. Mm. And uh, I like, I'm, I'm, I'm a thinker. I like to read. I like to think. I like movies that make me think. Yes, <laughs> so yes me too. I like to be in my head a lot. I don't mind being by myself. So my mood has not been affected at all i'm one of those lucky people yeah. that does not struggle with this i i do not mind to be at home by myself at all but um makes me think and i think a lot about my grandmother and how she lived her life and that's a story that's uh in my book, I, I described, I, I actually gave it two chapters. I spoke about my grandmother and my grandfather, because these are two people I grew up with when I was between ages six months and three years. So be before I went to preschool, um, they raised me. And uh, the reason why my grandmother was at home as a stay-at-home wife was because my grandfather before I was born like two to three years before I was born he had a terrible terrible car accident or motorcycle accident actually where he ended up being paralyzed from his neck down so he was at home when I was born that's how I met him right that's how I remember him he he was uh, one room was was his room and that's there was like a hospital room almost so from their bedroom they created his his room where his hospital bed was and my grandmother was taking care of him full-time so she fed him, she bathed him, she took care of him. And because he was unable to even speak, like he would be speaking some syllables, but it was, you cannot make sense of it. Like there was the same syllables over and over again, right? So um, the way they communicated was by the tone of his voice and whether he was angry or, or you know, sad or, or happy, like he could communicate that through expression in his face, but not through words and definitely not through his body. So she, she had to spend... 24 seven with him like like she couldn't even leave and then I was born so she ended up taking care of the newborn and her her disabled husband and um, I often think of her and how she spent her well my grandpa died when I was 18 so 18 plus 3 21 years she took care of him like that uh, 
And I'm thinking, okay, so my grandma, this lifestyle that we all go crazy about, like most mm. people have a lot of issues with yes. and anxiety, and we've been home for a month. Right. My grandmother lived like that for 21 years. Yes. No Stuck break. at home. Like yeah. her only trip was to the post office or to the grocery store, which was like two blocks away and back. Like 30 minutes later, she was home with her groceries. So... It just puts things into perspective, yeah. and um, yeah, it's it's how we how we approach the situation, how we look at the situation, and uh, you know, just just let's let's be aware of the fact this is um, it's it's necess- necessary. It's mm. it's something we cannot avoid. It's unavoidable, but it's also only temporary. Right? It's going to go away hopefully sooner than better than, than later, <laughs> but um, it, it's going to go away. And uh, yeah. But look at the gifts. I, that I it, have, you know, just have this hope. Yeah, go ahead. No, but look at the gifts that it's giving you. You, you know, you, you now have incorporated yoga that you didn't do before, even though, you know, you mostly worked at home, you know, you had a schedule and now you're saying, well, I'm slowing down because everything else is slowing down. And that yoga is going to be a part of your practice now because you know how it makes you feel. You know, I'm, I do my own podcasts every week, just of my own story, not just interviews. And I did one of hurry up and slow down. And, you know, when we look at us, especially in, you know, in the Western world, we have our foot to the pedal all the time. Why are we so stressed? Why are we so overwrought? Why are we so overtired? Why are we so over everything? Because we've constantly got our foot to the pedal. And we've got to understand we weren't designed for that. We were designed to take, you know, the steps forward we have four gears for a reason or five gears for a reason right and it's not for you just to get to the top one and just you know it's about go taking the side country road and and appreciating the scenery it's not about your destination on the highway and getting frustrated because everybody else is on the same road so this is a gift of time that we've got right now a time to reflect a time to review to renew to change not only things in our own life you know apply stuff that's going to make our own lives better and take that breath and slow down on what's important to us but also how we contribute back into the world afterwards because we can't come back and do the same old as before and if we want change in the world we've got to be the change haven't we yes we do yes we do and this is something that uh, i'm learning is um all about a mindset so you get to choose you get to mm-hmm. choose whether you'll be happy through it or whether you'll be sad through it it's it's up to you so maybe if you are facing one of those challenging times and maybe you feel depressed or you feel sad or you feel down you feel anxious try to shift your perspective and try to look at it from that angle of yeah, here we are. And what can I learn from this? What was I missing that I was not seeing? Why am I feeling this way? Because I was not seeing something. Something is stressing me out. It's something I, there's some sort of resistance, something I'm not, I'm not seeing. So try to go deeper and try to discover why is it triggering you and Mm. then work with that, work through that. And that's your gift. I believe honestly that there's so much good that's going to come out of it this time i so agree with you on that so agree with you on that mm-hmm. and you know and this is a time to listen you know you've got 21 people coming on 
um, each of them around a half an hour. So that's a wonderful amount of time. And, you know, not maybe everybody is addressing your topic. But again, until you listen, you don't know if they're addressing it. The thing is, they could be saying something. But you think, oh, I don't need that. I'll skip that one. But, you know, had you listened to it, you'd realize it's hitting something that you didn't even know that you needed to address. So this is why just sit back. Or if you're going for a walk, headphones and listen to it. Um, or a glass of wine or a cup of coffee. You know, just sit back and listen and maybe take notes. I'll go back and listen to something if it's gone on an aha moment. Mm -hmm. The whole point of it, at the end of it, the whole thing that you're doing here is to shift people's perspective on themselves and what they can apply to themselves to make their lives better for them because that in turn makes life better for everyone else. Yes, exactly. Plus, there is another bonus to that. Every single one of these wonderful experts has a gift for the audience so you don't get to know what the gift is until you listen to that interview all the way to the end and that's where you find out so you're going to get a lot of value out of learning new things uh, implementing new ideas new tips new new ways of being into your life and collecting on all those 21, well, more than 21 wonderful gifts. You know, and here's, here's another thing. While you're still being isolated, you can listen to this while on Zoom with someone else. You know, you can have a girl party, right? Let's listen to this episode today and then discuss it afterwards. Did it speak to you? What did it ignite in you? There's mm -hmm. that sisterhood again, right? What did you all learn from that? Because then the response that each person has had over that particular summit, that particular call, is going to spark something else in someone else. Oh, I didn't know you felt that way. Oh, really? Gosh, no, I didn't know this. It made me feel this way. That's then that sisterhood you're talking about. So you don't have to listen to it on your own. Set, right. up a, set up a Zoom meet, get your glass of wine, and listen to it together and take notes share afterwards what did what did you learn from it absolutely it <laughs> absolutely we encourage everyone to do that it's going to bring people together and mm. it's going to create a new conversation and that was the whole goal of this show to create a new conversation around how we are taking care of ourselves as women yeah and how can we have it all because we can have it all yeah. we just have to know how and you know you have book clubs so mm -hmm. this is a summit club Exactly. <laughs> right. So talk a little bit about your business and, mm -hmm. and what you do uh, to serve people. Yeah. So I am a beauty uh, consultant, beauty and style consultant, and I am a skincare coach. So which I think is I, evident by looking at you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I definitely have to say that uh, the products that I work with and how I teach it um, definitely changed my skin. And that happened after I turned 40. Um, I don't know why. If it was, I, I believe it was hormonal. But somewhere around 40, 41, these dark brown patches showed up on my face. And I was not sure what that was, but it was getting worse and worse. And um, I just couldn't get rid of it. So I tried everything. I tried everything that like, you know, the, the chemical peel and the IPL, the laser, um, that made it worse, by the way. 
uh, I tried bleaching creams. There was this expensive four months, uh, like a skincare regimen that was really harsh. And you have, to, you have to go through like 16 weeks of applying it and your skin turns red and then it peels and then it peels again as it goes through certain like, you know, changes and then you end up four months later with a beautiful skin like a baby gorgeous skin but what they don't tell you is after those four months you know you you live with it for six months and then you know, it so, all so reverts it, back it, it comes back because what happened i did that during the summer and so for the rest of the year until the winter it was great but then with the spring next year the sun came back and all of these brown things were yeah. back and i was like i was so like frustrated yeah. with that and I was around the time where uh, my friend reached out and she told me about about this skincare products that she worked with and and I just tried it because I was at the end of, of you know like trying I just couldn't figure out what it was that would help me so I tried I was like sure I'll try your products too and they helped they helped within nine weeks and the brown patches never came back I'm still using the products and so out of that excitement and out of that gratitude for someone finally solving my problem, I started sharing with people. And then I found out through social media how many of my girls, my friends, needed it because they had it too. And I would never know because they would cover it with makeup. Right. And it would happen so many times when women have um, skin issues, whether it's acne or, you know, we start seeing larger pores or dark circles or whatever it might be for you. We try to cover it up with makeup, but that's not the solution. No makeup will look as great as it could look if the skin underneath is not treated. Correctly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want your makeup to look like makeup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so that's where I started to think like, oh, this is great. Well, let me help them. I just want to help them too. Like I've been helped and that's how I started my business. And so I work with women between 25 and 65. Uh, so anyone could, could be a client there. There's always, um, this conversation of, do I start the skincare when I'm in my twenties or my thirties or when do I start? And I say, as soon as you possibly can. Because by taking care of your skin in your 20s, you are preventing and yes. delaying those signs of aging later. You're going to save yourself so much pain and money and time later on if you start early. So, so definitely, like, it's, it's fun. I love it. I always been, since I was a little girl, I always loved to, like, uh, do 3D projects and, and dress up my dolls and, like, uh, paint and, and draw like I was I was really good at painting and drawing and um, I loved interior design for a while and I was like obsessed with the runway, runway show right like like the models and all that and and America's model yes. and you know yes. all these things that we watch on tv when we are in our early 20s <laughs> I still <laughs> and, watch them <laughs> and um, yeah so I always been drawn to like beauty 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 whatever it was connected to beauty it was my thing so I um, figured out this would be a great fit for me and it really is because when I 
speak about skincare and how to how to become or even finding your own style how to do your hair mm. and nails and all kinds of little tips and ideas for for how to like beautify ourselves I, I, it comes from my heart i don't have to think twice what i'm gonna say or how like it's just coming and it's coming i don't know where from but i'm just very passionate about this it's enhancing the beauty that you see within people. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I started moisturizing at 14, but I had a particularly mm -hmm. dry skin. Those brown splotches you're talking about, they're photosensitivity. So if, yeah. if you didn't use sunscreen or anything else, you know, I, for me too, if the moment the spring and the summer comes out, it comes back out again. Because once it's there, it's kind of, it comes back out again. And I'm a heavy sunscreener on the face and the neck most of the year round. Um, because we forget even on a dull day, those UV rays are coming in and they're, you know, destroying the skin. Um, so taking care of our skin, you know, the new sexy is a fresh covered place, face, you know, a face that isn't wearing any makeup that's looking radiant and especially right now with with um you know with with everybody in isolation they say i'm not wearing makeup you know and it's all about letting the skin breathe and mm. and we're seeing the difference in people and their skin regiments and uh, and that's really what we want a healthy glow because healthy isn't just you know i've got a pretty face but without the bags without this without that shows you are taking care of yourself and if you're looking healthy, if you're looking vibrant, then people think you're going to bring that healthy vibrance to everything else that you do. Absolutely, absolutely. And healthy, <laughs> healthy is the word here. Yeah. So what you want is to treat your body from the inside as well. Yes. So get enough sleep. You're going to see a difference in your face yes. if you sleep well. You uh, need hydration, right? So you need to drink a lot of water, plenty of fluids throughout the day. You need great nutrition. You need to feed your body great, you know, antioxidants, great stuff, you know, healthy stuff. So the cells in your body can duplicate in the right way, in a healthy way. Um, we need exercise. That's why I do yoga. That helps with, you know, toning everything and keeping the skin nice and tone on my body. And keep you I calm and, yeah. and, and, and in the flow of life. Yeah. Yes. I love long showers and I love to do um what do you call it uh i don't even know what i'd call it um it's not body brushing it's this tool i use um that's for self-massage and it's got mm -hmm. these deep knots right yes yeah, yeah. your, your body so that you know like it brings the blood flow to my right skin. yes there's so many little things we can do now that we are stuck at home that you know like hair mask would be great like you know thing to apply like once a week not every week we get to do that right just don't think about it but now we can let's do it face masks all that all that stuff so. and the thing is is that you know when you're doing it like as you said now you're doing yoga you will continue to do that and the thing is is you know you've got the time to do the things right now make sure Oh, there's a beautiful hummingbird right out my window. Um, make sure that when you get back into this new norm, that you keep these practices up. Give something else up that is just not necessary. You know, and this is another thing people think, I've got to work this many hours a day. If you worked smarter, mm -hmm. right, you wouldn't have to work longer and then you'd have more time for yourself. Why are all these big you know, business gurus and, and mentors and everything else there that are, are rich and famous. It's not that they put in more hours than everybody else does, 
right? It's just that they're more productive on the hours that they do. So this is not just a review of your lifestyle, you know, your work habits, how much attention you spend on yourself. And this is a complete invitation for a change because again, when you are abundant inside and out, that abundance then just spreads to everyone else. Yes, it does. And abundance of everything, love, abundance of health, abundance of money, abundance yep. of time, abundance of everything. Yeah. So, um, it's a radiance. It's a radiance. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we, you know, people have got, you know, beauty has got a bad rap. You know, um, I, I love, you know, watch America's uh, Next Top Model and, and all of those things. And, you know, because they take people in, in the raw stone, you know, and then polish it up and show them how to own it. You know, there's no point in just slapping some makeup on someone and saying, now you're new. If they're not ah, new from the inside out, it doesn't matter what you put on them. It's having them discover the beauty that is within them. And sometimes a beautiful makeup will go, I've never seen myself this way. Mm -hmm. I can be beautiful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's also saying to other people, I'm respecting what you're seeing. This is a reflection of how I think of myself. Yes. That actually was my experience when I went to Thailand last year. I, uh, I was shocked by what I saw. Uh, we went to Bangkok and... Um, when we went around the city, we took the city transportation, we went to the mall. Everywhere you looked, every single person, no matter how old they were, whether they're you know, men or, or women, doesn't matter, uh, everybody was very well put together, mm. like beautifully. Like you can tell, like hair groomed. Yes. I have not seen anyone who would be like, you know, not, not cleaned up or yeah. nails done. Um, they would wear very nice um, jewelry, nothing like too much, nothing crazy, just nice watch, nice pearl earrings or something. And they would be like very well dressed all their, and it's really hot and humid in, in Thailand. So all their clothes were like pressed. There was no wrinkles on it. And you can tell it's high quality clothing too, clean shoes. Yeah. You know, no worn out shoes, clean, nice, you know, shoes, pretty back. Like they, they pay attention to branding. So they like to wear designer stuff. And, and so you see that a lot around, but it just like my experience with that was cleanliness and, mm -hmm. and just really like you, you feel like those people spend time and they put thought into how yeah. they look. And so I asked about that. And that's exactly what, uh, what the explanation was, was there is a philosophy that how I look is not for me. It's yeah. for everybody else to enjoy. And it would be very disrespectful of me if I didn't look my part, because that's what people have to look at. And that would be considered a disrespect if I was like, you know, dressed like in Sweatpants. <laughs> that's just, my that's my school. That's where I was brought up. Oh, you know, it, yeah, it's a very I, European one. Yeah, I loved that. I loved, it. and my mom used to teach that to us, my sister and I. Um, since we were little children, my mom was always like, if if there is, you know button missing on your shirt or if there is a little hole in your in your stitching somewhere you don't wear that until it's repaired 
right? And if it's beyond repair, then you toss it, you give away that stuff and you buy new. But um, you would never go out with, with like something that's, you know, not 100% in shape. But, but it, they also, as you said, they buy quality. They mm -hmm. don't buy mass, mm -hmm. right? You may see them in the same clothing over and over again, but each time it's the way they carry themselves. You know, in, in, a, a, in Europe, back in my day when I was traveling there, you know, navy blue was very big in, in, um, in Spain and in Italy, a crisp white shirt, you know, and, and it may be something that says just like what a lot of people wore, but mm -hmm. it's again the confidence that they wore it in, the, the simple makeup as the hair, but it's also the way they presented themselves. And it is, as you said, in respect of what other people are seeing. I want you to meet me on that same level. So this is my level of presentation. Yes, exactly. And a friend of mine who is also being interviewed on the series had a really good point. She said, our face is our business card. It is, it so, is. You know, how do you want people to perceive you? And do you want a new business? Because right. if you show them that you don't care, then they will not care to do business with you. Right. It's, it's um, you know, the, they say that the, the um, what is it, the 30-second rule, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's 55% of what you're wearing and it's not the Armani suit, is how confident, clean and presentable are you? You know, 37% is your tone of voice. Mm. Is it inviting? And it's only 7% is your content. Nobody's going to get to your content if they haven't bought the first two. Yeah. Right? And so how you present people, to present yourself to people, the smile, the engagement of the eyes, the invitation to open and converse, and the tone of voice of the platform in which that you wish to communicate with. Yes. Right? Now people are ready to hear your content. Yes. And what's also important is how we speak. Mm. Uh, are we <laughs> are we speaking with confidence and are we speaking um, like I don't want to <laughs> so as women we really need to give away some words that we are used to saying mm. so no profanities right no, yeah no um, words that don't serve us and we all know what they are right so just just the quality of our speech that's also important to cultivate because we want to present ourselves as best as possible when we meet someone for the first time or around people we meet at you know all the time right? at, at our jobs at home at, at our neighborhood our communities we want to be perceived certain ways so that is also important that that culture that speaking culture you know we, we talked about the reality shows of the top mm. model and this and that and you know one of the reasons i love them is you know taking that person in their rarity and showing them that inner beauty which comes out not just on the exterior but the confidence the beautiful confidence that comes out in them and there's the difference like in these singing shows where you've got people that sing perfectly and those that sing from the heart and when you are connected to what you're saying, what you believe in, who you are as a person, what your contribution is. That mm -hmm. is the beauty that you're radiating out there. And we see other reality shows where it's all about plastic surgery, bitching at one another, putting each other down. And quite honestly, as women, we've got to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. Stop putting yourself down, stop putting someone else down. You know, if you feel you want to reach out and help someone, 
you know, it's not, a, well, you need to do this. You know, it isn't, have you tried that? This worked for me. Be invitational, be inspirational. But this put down of each other, put down of ourselves, it's, there's nothing confident or sexy about that at all. Or gossiping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gossip is another one. Um, yeah, it's, it's, ladies have certain standards. Yes. And, uh, yeah. If we want to be taken seriously, we need to meet those standards. Yep. A little decorum out there, right? Exactly. And, and that's, you know, we look at uh, certain, you know, movie stars that may not have what we call the classic beauty, but their sheer presence is so beautiful. That is what makes them beautiful. The way they carry themselves beyond their roles, who they are, what they stand for, you know, that's what makes them so beautiful. That's also what gives them the longevity. And in any business and in any transaction that we're doing, in any relationship, coming with your authenticity of your inner beauty, of what you stand for with no apology. You know, this is what is going to engage other people. So having all of these tips from all of these people on how to gain our inner and outer beauty, have them match. Because as I said, you can paint someone, but then they're just a picture if they're not wearing it from the inside out. Mm-hmm. If that confidence is coming out from the inside and the, and the makeup and the hair is reflecting that, then that, this is a person who places value upon themselves. This is a person that I wish to uh, you know, engage with. We've got to also remember though, it's not about the ego. Right? No. It's about self-pride, self-confidence, but it's not about, you know, at the moment it gets to that ego where I'm more important than you, you've missed the boat somewhere along the line. So, but you know, we're, we're meant to be beautiful people. We are beautiful people and step into your beauty and don't be apologetic about it because beauty is something that we all need in this world. It's something we crave and it comes in all different shades and all different colors and all different perspectives, but it comes from that inner beautiful confidence that reflects out. Self-acceptance. Yes. Being there for others, being a great listener and paying forward and just being there for others. That's where it is. That's where the connection happens. And that's where people see us, who we really are inside. So, Don't sell yourself short. Mm-hmm. And please, oh, a big word, don't compare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I want to look like a Cardassian, you yeah. know, but you're, you're as skinny as a rake. No, you know, no butt implants or anything else. You know, you actually, what you want, you don't want to look like the Cardassian. You want the Cardassian's confidence. Mm-hmm. So do what you need to do to invest in yourself, to find your own confidence, and then you'll realize you're just as gorgeous, right? In your own light. Absolutely. It's an inner work. It is. Absolutely. And you've got to participate. You're not going to get results without action. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? And so 21 people coming on, sharing their wisdom. And is this a paid summit or is it a free one? It's absolutely free anyone who feels inspired who feels like they want to learn new things jump on and and you get to watch you get to receive the gifts it's free absolutely and as i said summit party get your other friends on watching it at the same time and uh, you know you can have a zoom and and uh, or watch it on your own and then meet together afterwards in whatever way you can and discuss it because that discussion is going to give you different insights what did you learn from? Oh, I didn't get that, but that's a good point. You know, oh yeah, that, I didn't realize it was speaking to me in that way. And when we share it with other people, 
we clarify, we understand better. So if you want to keep it to yourself, this is your own private journey, that's fine. But if you could share it with someone else, do so. Because isn't life about sharing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Together we rise. Yes, only together. And this is the great invitation in the world right now is, uh, is togetherness, is coming together in unison. You know, we know that we have to change ourselves, our practices, the way we consume, the way we interact in life. You know, the era of war, the era of hate, the era of opulence and greed is over. We just don't want it anymore. What this has taught us at this present moment, this virus, is that everybody is vulnerable, no matter who you are or where you're from, and that only in respect of each other and the coming together of each other can we rise from this better than we did before. So, you know, here is a summit that's going to give you the tools and skills to enhance yourself so that when you do get back out there again, it's like I am on a different confidence level now of my own beauty inside and out. So how do people sign up for this? Oh, there is a link. Very simple. There is a link that you get to click on. You get to put your name in so we know what to call you. And then you put your email in so we know where to send you all, all the content. And then you click the button, get access, and you are in. And you'll be receiving, for 21 days, you'll be receiving 21 emails, one a day, with a wonderful interview and a wonderful gift. And when do these start? These start on uh, 11th of May. So from uh, 11th of May until the end of May, May 31st is the last day and um, like I said you can watch it from where <clears throat> excuse me wherever you're at we, you can listen to it mm -hmm. you can watch it you can get together with girls and watch it um, it's very it's at the palm of your hand it's online right. so on your treadmill as you're walking yeah. you know in the bath you can listen to it yeah, yeah. Um, the park wherever yeah exactly exactly there's the whole thing that's the whole beautiful thing about you know uh, podcasts and summits etc that it's accessible wherever you want to be you can hear it whether you see it or whether you listen to it it doesn't matter um and can people sign up for it now yes absolutely oh. absolutely the link is available and we'll what is the link love it's uh so www.linkupwithlenka.com forward slash face forward summit so link up with Lanka, Lanka, L-E-N-K-A dot com, Face Forward Summit. Yes, and there's a dash between, so face dash forward dash summit. Right. Okay, and we have the link right here on our show posting. So folks, don't forget to go to selfdiscoverymedia.com and simply put in Lenka Wallace and you will see her show come up and all the information is there. You can click right on it. You can also go to her site and see what else she's got there, her Facebook, mm -hmm. her LinkedIn, and, uh, and, you know, get to hear, um, get to see what else that she's doing out here. And if you want to have a session with her as well, um, if people want to have a session with you and want to talk to you about the, the regime of the makeup, is there a different place that they go to? Yeah, so on my Facebook, my Link Up with Link Up page on Facebook, uh, we have a scheduling link for that. If you just want to book a coffee with me and chat about your skin and what we can do, um, 
we can do that. Or there is another website that I can send you to. So if you go to my website, you'll find a link where to click and they'll take you through the whole skin evaluation. You can do it at the comfort of your home. It takes two minutes. And then um, the doctors that I work with, the dermatologists that I work with, will send you recommended skincare regimen. And then we get to talk about how to use it, how to apply it, what's the best um, you know, step-by-step for you, for your routine. Right. So the actual site is linkupwithlenka.com. And so you can see all the other information on there and uh, Facebook coach Lenka. And, um, you know, it's, um, it's all about, you know, it just taking some time for yourself right now. This is, this is the gift that you've been given right now. You know, you realize that you were so busy that you ended up doing much and that when you slow down, you become more productive and you get more done. And you're going to do that by fortifying, feeding and nurturing yourself first. And as you said, you know, the way people look at you, as you said, the calling card, your business card, it also says, how do you take care of yourself? How confident? It's the same thing if if a, a janitor did not look after you know, the premises of a business and people go in and see litter and dirt and everything everywhere. They go, Oh gosh, I don't want to deal with this company. Yeah. Right. Um, But it's your same way you present yourself and it doesn't mean you have to wear anything expensive. It does not mean that you have to be bells and whistles and glitter. It's all about the confidence and the sophistication of how you present yourself, but it's that confidence. And the more you can, you know, put on a good face, literally, look after your skin. Don't forget your skin's with you to the day you die. This is the casing we're in. We can't take it off and put another one on. You, you know, we have face lifts, but then you end up, you know, looking like that, <laughs> like the Joker. <laughs> so if you take care of your skin now, your face will take care of you and, and everything else that you do. So it's important to do. Very right. well said. I agree. <laughs> Can't agree more. <laughs> and you know, we do like to look at beautiful things. And again, it's not about the shape of your face or black, white, pink, yellow polka dot. It's not about that. It's about that inner glow. It's about, mm-hmm. you know, that this canvas, whether it's just got one flower on it or a field of flowers, it's about how are you being invitational? Are you inviting people to engage with you on whatever level, whether you're out there dating? or whether you're out there doing business or whether you're just out there just trying to connect with people, be in inviting. And that invitation is your glow, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so what would you like to lead the audience with? Uh, insight. You already know who you are. You already know how amazing you are. You already know how capable you are. Let the world see it. Let the world see it by falling in love with it and not being scared, not being afraid to shine, to express yourself in the best light you can. So do take care, good care of yourself. You will feel better and you will show up as someone people want to be around. Yeah, absolutely. Most certainly. So once again, folks, just go to linkupwithlenka.com 
slash face dash forward dash summit. Sign up now. Remember, it's free. This is coming to you free. Very, very generous. 21 <laughs> people sharing their time, their expertise with you for free so that you can embrace yourself inside and out and live a more fruitful and abundant life. So out of sheer respect, listen to them because they're giving you their time free. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Lenka. This has been beautiful. And thank you so much for including me in the summit as well. It was an absolute delight and I'm very proud to be a part of it. And, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, but what do we fall in love with with people? You know, we fall in love with the glow that comes from within and it matches on the outside even better. So it's, let's all start glowing. Thank you for this opportunity. I appreciate it. And I am honored to have you on our show and I can wait for it to air so that we can all see what you have to say on the topic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I can't wait to listen to all the other people too, you know, that we can always learn. I think when we stop learning, we stop living. Life mm -hmm. is about exploration. It is about wonderment. Don't rest on your laurels. It doesn't mean you've got to constantly better yourself. It just means that there's always something else to learn in that wonderment that keeps you alive and keeps you moving forward, right? So face forward and off you go. <laughs> Until next time, folks, please do tune into the summit. Listen and learn from all the people that have gone before and realize you do need to invest time in yourself in order to get out what you really want yourself to be and what you want your life to be. Until next time, bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening. <laughs>